Welcome back. It's excited to be here at Tzvi Broker with Rabbi Yeshua Gerzi and continuing our important conversations about Parnassa, about finance, about work. And today's topic is a personal favorite. It's something which really touches conversations I'm having with people almost every day, which is how important is it for us to become aware of a professional strengths? And it's, it's a funny topic because as especially here in Pilsno, it's one of our core foundations, self-awareness is gold. And we need self-awareness to be an Eved Hashem. We need to have self-awareness when it comes to building our Midos. And we see a lot written about this in the Musar Svarim, in the Hasidah Svarim. But the question is, is, is that how important is self-awareness when it comes to our jobs, when it comes to our careers? Is that something which the Torah speaks about? Is it something which we really need to be paying attention to? And I'll just go ahead and answer it, that it's an empathetically, yes, it is so incredibly important. It's something that I've seen from conversations of people that have gone through many years of school. And I've even shared this in workshops that I've had even at schools and in high schools at different educational levels where you have people that have gone through an educational system, gone through many years of schooling, mm-hmm. but they actually don't know what they're good at. They don't know what their talents are. So let's talk about that today. And you know, I'd love to hear your thoughts about how important we see the Torah is reflecting this when it comes to the way that we, um, the way that we um, approach our parnasa. So it's interesting, specifically in in finance, specifically in the world of parnasa. If you look through and and chime in, please. But if you look through Tanakh, if you look through Mishnah, Tosefta, Bavli, Yerushalmi, if you look through the Midrashim, we see this breakdown we can label. I remember on my journeys, I'll always write down patterns. And you see there is a very distinct three-prong pattern. Three, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Three layers. Three layers. Three layers. And what is that? We speak about finance. In Yiddishkeit, we speak about finance. In Yiddishkeit, we speak about career. And in Yiddishkeit, we speak about the job that we have. I mean, they're not the same. They're not the same. Okay. What is finance? Finance is the way that we deal with money. It's our attitude towards money. It's our attitude towards understanding what money is, how money works, how we can allow money to work for us. As Maimah Chazal that speak about how we should place our financial wealth, how we should break it up. Um, and that's not to do with career. Career is what I am good at what I'm good at, what, what, how can I use my and then you've got job, the actual job that I'm doing now. And there are these three la- layers through Kisvei Kodesh that it seems to be Chazal want us to articulate, want us to understand, want us to excavate. Well, it's, it's interesting you're saying that because it's sometimes there's this uh, kind of like a non-spoken understanding that this word career is like a dirty word. You know, as Jews, we do finance, you know, we have to deal with money and, you know, we deal with jobs because that's what we have to do. But it seems like this concept of career is just like maybe a non-Jewish concept. So it's interesting you're mentioning that we see that the Torah relates to all three. The Torah relates to all three. I'll even add that as usual, typically, you've got the Nigla Satira and then you've got the Nistar of the Torah, the hidden dimension of Torah. So there's what we call Olam, Shana and Nefesh. Olam, Shana and Nefesh. So one of the Hasidic rappers from Ropschitz, from the school of Ropschitz, happens to be one of the great, 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 great grandfathers. Oh. His name was Menachem Mendel Horowitz. And he wrote a sefer on Parnassah. 
It's very difficult to get. I've got it somewhere here. It's, it's about 100 and something years old. It was only printed a few times. And I, I've showed it to you before. And there he breaks down when we speak about this union of um, money, the job that we have, or finance, or, or career, he breaks it down that job, the beginning of the job that you do, is the world of nefesh, tachlis, nefesh, nefesh. Korea is ruach, or shana. Korea is something deeper, it's your self-expression. It's how you're going to express yourself in this world. And the world of oilam is the world of finance. So he correlates finance, Korea, and job to oilam, Shana and Nefesh, because finance is, is, you know, how you could use your money, because really it's Ein Sof, it's Shefa from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. and what you can do with it and how you could use it, something very, very deep. And, and he layers these different aspects, actually, to the Kabbalistic system as well. So it's not just something found in Niglas HaTayra, he speaks about how in Nistar HaTayra, in the, the hidden dimension of Torah, all these elements are very, very important. So he says specifically when we speak about Korea and the job that you do, it's very much to do with who you are and what actually you have to do wow. in this world to fix up the world. Wow, wow. Yeah, I, can, I, I just know that from conversations I've had with people that like this misunderstanding, because I think for a lot of people, a lot of people, they just assume it's all the same thing, right? They assume that once, you know, especially, I, I would say it's something relevant for many people, if not almost everyone, but I'd say especially when, you know, when working with people that are coming from a place where they have the opportunity to spend a nice amount of years just learning in Kolel or just being involved in Kodesh, and then at a certain point, you know, whether or not, you know, it's just because the family got bigger or because their support ran out, now... They now need to go to work. And mm -hmm. that translation for them means basically, well, they felt the pinch in their pocket, which was finance. So now they have to deal with finance. And then that may translate into having to go to work. But this concept of career might be something which is foreign just, to them. Just getting think, a job. Just right. To, and they will do every anything. But, but, you know, people will do anything. And they could feel miserable and depressed. Yeah. So we'll yeah, do, for sure. Definitely from conversations with people so that people could end up being in these sort of type of situations. And, and I guess the idea that people relate finance, right, and then there's work and don't necessarily appreciate the fact that the Torah relates to this idea of a career. Now, do you have any stories of, you, know, you always have great I, stories. I, of a, oh, thank you. <laughs> great stories, Baruch Show. It comes to mind, you know, I think for both of us, when we sit with people, sometimes it gets frustrating because people have this naivety. Torah is very sophisticated. Sure. Torah yeah. understands a human being. Torah understands, okay, there's what we call a job. Torah understands there's what we call career. And Torah understands there's something called finance. And there's different shlavim. There's different expressions of this. And, and as we said, you have these three different expressions. In the world of career, when I sit with people, I will sometimes show them inside through two or three different sfarim that bring this. Torah of the Baal Shem Tov. What was one of the first things the Baal Shem Tov did when he was Megala himself? So we're told, the, the tradition tells us, that this Hasidic master, spiritual master, it wasn't teaching people to pray. It did happen, but that wasn't his emphasis. It wasn't teaching people to learn. It did happen, but again, that wasn't his emphasis. The first thing, we have a tradition in our family, we have a tradition from Rabbi Singer, there's a tradition in Chabad, Zidachoyv, a number of different places. One of the first things the Baal Shem Tov did 
when people came to him, he said to them, Ah, you're a woodchopper, but you shouldn't be a woodchopper. I know that you're, not, you're unhappy being a woodchopper. Really, you should be a builder. Wow. You should be doing building. He, what, what he did, people came to him, and he looked at them, he spoke to them, he counseled them, and he came to realize that, Ah, you know what I think? I think first thing is, is let's deal with what you are doing from day to day. And he would guide people to make sure that they were in the correct career. We would call it the career, that wow. they had the correct career because it impacts us on every level. Something deep, it's on our, a soul level. But the tradition that we have is the Baal Shem Tov was That's what he did. a career counselor. Wow. That's what I, I say, a career counselor. I think I, think I saw, I think I saw in the, in the, in the um, name of Revolvi that he brings down that this is what Moshe Rabbeinu was involved in yes, as well. Yes, yes, right? Moshe Rabbeinu was involved with that, you know, mm -hmm. especially after being in that Midbar experience where you know, they had just all been learning and then they're going to, you know, shift and going to be moving into Eretz Yisrael where they're going to go to work. You know, this, it's a fascinating thing. Yeah. It's, it's definitely not something when we think about the classic tzaddik, right, when we have in our mind of like what he's doing, we don't necessarily think that this is, the tzaddikim were guiding people to know what, if we can call it a career path to go on. I think the thing I saw as well that the Nevi'im used to be involved and the person Correct, would go yes. to the Navi and the, the Navi yes. would help direct the person to know. Medjush Rabba, yes. It's a Medjush yes. Yeah, it's so powerful and I think that it's something which so many well-intentioned people just are unaware about it. They're just unaware of the fact that I, this is something which is important. When I, when I went, when I was, um, just before I got married, I ended up Baruch Shem. It, it was very interesting. I had a very interesting story because I said to my father, I want to stay in learning. I want to stay in learning. And my father said, I will support you in whatever you want to do. But he said to me, I mean, you know, he said to me, I'm not going to be here forever. So financially, I can't support you. So maybe I can share with you an idea. He said, let's go to the Rebbe, which is the Biala Rebbe Shlita. And let's sit and let's figure out something smart that you can do, that you can have hours that you work and you can have uh, time on your hands to learn. And anybody who knows me, I'm not a nine to five person. You know, if, if I sat at a desk, I think I'd lob myself out the window <laughs> after two days. I'm not a night. I'm not a desk person. It's very. It's not. It's not who I am. And it's very interesting because Tachlis, my father was right. I did a number of things. I had a. I had goals in what I wanted to do, and it wasn't formulated. So the Rebbe said, "Start the journey. Start the journey in this particular way, and let the journey unfold, and you will find yourself." He was spot on. The Rebbe was mamish spot on. He knew me. He knew how I worked, and it was spot on. But I remember he said to me. He said he told me this myself. The Balshemtiv. The Balshemtiv. It's important. The career that you choose is important, and sometimes it is an unfolding story. I sit with so many people, and they do a degree in psychology, but are they, are they going to get a job in psychology? Right. No. Some people even do masters in business, and they do nothing to do with business, but they sure. because they feel they need to do something. Whether that's good or bad, I don't know. I, I'm, I, I sometimes if I sit with somebody, I will try to honestly and lovingly respectfully report that maybe you don't need to go to university and if you, you want to help people come and do this particular course and it could start your career in helping people but the Rebbe said the Rebbe said that for me for me and uh, and this is a big a big deal for me he says you should know that you will not find fulfillment in one career Wow. And you'll find fulfillment in two or three careers, but then you'll blend everything together. Wow. That's what he said to me. Wow, 100% so. true. 100% true. Listen, I didn't even know. Diane Lopian wanted to be an accountant. 
My Rebbe died in Lopin. He wanted to be an accountant. A lot of people don't know that. He ended up becoming a rabbi and a dayan. Uh, I didn't know I was going to be doing what I'm doing. Right. And, right. and sometimes, sometimes a career, and it's very important to have that side of your identity. Sometimes, apart from Torah telling us it's important, sometimes we don't figure it out at the beginning. Right, right. And definitely. it's an unfolding journey, an unfolding story. But for sure, Chazal going into the world, the Baal Shem Tov, the Rebbe, Dain Lopium was the same. Um, I, I can tell you plenty of stories where the idea of Korea was something that wasn't negated. It wasn't, do, do any old job. Right. And I hear that sometimes and it frustrates me because then you have a Yiddler, you have somebody who's doing a Poshuta job and they're miserable and they're depressed and they're spending nine and ten hours doing that a day. It's like, what? That's what a Kodesh Baruch Hu wants from us. That's what he wants for us. And maybe, maybe, uh, you know, sometimes big people are suggesting this. And I'm, I, I give them that room. Okay, maybe there's a shita for that. But there is another side to the coin. There's another side to the story. The side that the Baal Shem Tov represents. It wouldn't surprise me in the Musavelt. It wouldn't surprise me that it was the same as well. It wouldn't surprise me. I spoke right. to Rav Yitzchak Rujinsky and I spoke to Rav Shlomo Volbi. And and they as well, they they their approach was slightly different. But it seemed to be it seemed to be the advice that I heard from them. Career is important because career is an expression of you expressing Hashem Isbarach in the world. So Hashem gave you koychas anefesh. Your career has what to do with that in expressing your koychas anefesh. Yeah, I, I would I would chime in. You know, you just mentioned you know in terms of how you could imagine that the. The Mr. World would would appreciate this, you know, in in our base mentors program where we really had the opportunity to see so many Mar Mar on this and understand mm -hmm. it and understand the different aspects of different motivations of why we work. Because you know, for sure, you know, as 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 you as you just shared, you know, some people are just in any job, you know, and then there are people that are just working because that's what they have to do, and there are people that are working just because they need to make money, and then there are people that are working because it gives them a sense of fulfillment and it's connected to a deeper sense of mission. One of the Marmacomas, which I know for me personally, and when I was going through my own exploration, that really, really rocked my world. I'm excited to hear what it is. Which which Marmacoma? Was the Maharal. You know, we discussed this so many times in the past, where, where the Maharal is explaining the fact that we find, you know, it's, it's, it's okay, you know, we'll, we'll speak about it a little bit. It's hard not to go into it in great depth, but the Maharal is explaining this fact that we find in Chazal that this lashon of spouse, this lashon of Isha, yes. this lashon of Isha that yes. is used for a person's spouse, and it's also used when it comes to Torah that it's called Isha, is also used when it comes to a person's profession. Yes. And, and, and it's also used, as I believe, as well for Nevoah, the Maral mentions. Yes. And what the Maral points out over there, and his Lashon there is so powerful, that he says that, that in essence, when the Torah uses the Lashon of Isha, what the Torah is telling us is that Isha is something which a person deeply connects to. And therefore, that manifests on many different levels, just as that person's meant to deeply connect to their spouse. Hopefully, everyone should. Amen. Amen, right? And everyone should deeply connect to the Torah that they learn to. A person also, when it comes to their umnos, right, when it comes to their umnos, is something which a person is meant to deeply connect to. And, and there's so many conversations that you just mentioned. I, I never, I don't, I don't think you ever shared with me before about, about Rav Dayan Lopian, but you just mentioned, you know, he thought maybe they become an accountant. 
then they're becoming a Dayan, right? So it's so many conversations that I have. You know, when people, I always love when I meet with people and I go through a certain assessment with them to try to understand on a holistic level, you know, where their professional strengths are and how their interests manifest themselves. After we've built this map, I'll always ask them, so what type of Torah do you like learning? Ah, yes. And it's amazing yes. to see the parallel between the type of Torah learning that a person yes. connects to and the type of work that a person connects to. Mm-hmm. And, and there you, can, you can see that and you can see it. And, and often that can help a person even indicate what are the types of job. If he's what the type strengths, of guy, yes. right, strength is the type of person that loves to be involved, you know, in Be'ion and, and analysis, whereas the type of person that's more fascinated by, you know, by Musr, more fascinated by Hasidus, more interested about psychology, somebody who loves being involved in Halacha, you see how each one of these manifests and you see the correlation. And, and you know, in the base measures program, we went through so many Marmakomas seeing how, yes, this was something that, of course, the Baal Shem Tov, this is what this is what the Amorayim were talking about. This is what the Tanai were talking about. We have we have Rabbi Meir speaking about this, right? This whole Lashon of Umnus. What is Umnus? What is Umnus? We, what's this Lashon of, of Umnus? What we, tr- you know, classically would translate as being a profession. What that word even comes from and how ultimately it's something which is an expression designed optimally, if a person can, to be an expression of who one is in a very, very deep way. And what would you say are some of the nafkaminas you know, that you would say, one let's thing, say you meet somebody who's yes, working in a job where yes. he's using his talents or somebody who's not? One thing that comes to mind, and I think we've both shared this before, when a person, you know, when, when you feel engaged, when you feel engaged, you could work really, really hard. You could work 15 hours. But do you feel energized or do you feel completely depleted and emotionally exhausted? What do you feel? So somebody, you can look at somebody and I know I've worked in gyms. I've had three gyms before. Okay. I had dojos and and I had, uh, I did building. I did build a lot of stuff. I did building. Yeah, I did building, bricklaying of building. (laughs) And it's an amazing thing because you enjoy it, even though it's hard. It's really hard. Oh, I energized. So I feel fulfilled. There was a base on Medrash, there was a base on Medrash, and the wall fell down. And they hired me to build this wall. And it was one of the first jobs that I did. And I did my English bond, beautiful, really, mm-hmm. Mama Spitz, really good, everything's yasha. And you know what? So they looked at me and they said, oh, I'll do that for five minutes and I'll feel exhausted. I'm doing it for 16 hours a day for three days. I felt amazing. But if you put me in front of a spreadsheet, <laughs> if you put me in front of a... And then there's one person, one of my... When, when I did personal training, I had this accountant and he was a big accountant. And big, big. He was big and tall, big. But he had a big business as well. And I remember he said he gets energized by looking at a spreadsheet. I said, you're Mashigana. You're Mashigana. You put me, I want to like jump out the window. But you get me, you know, and it's something, training, training, when I train people, when I train people, I could run five, six miles with them. And I'm like, oh, Kvaldik. And the guy next to me who hates exile, come, let's have a piece of cake, they would tell me. Yeah. yeah, So I think one of the big nafkaminas is just one amongst the many. We actually laid out 12 different um, states. I think we've spoken about, I've got 12 different 12 different expressions if you feel good at work if you don't feel good at work one of the big ones is you feel fulfilled engaged and energized you're in the right space in the right place yes it could be challenging sometimes but you're resilient and you'll get through it and I think it's beautiful 
when you can have somebody who they are living a Torah life and they get up in the morning and they have the davening and they have the seder of learning and it's geschmack and then instead of walking I've got work now it's like I've got work now yeah, and, and I see people when people pe- I mean I've, I've sat with thousands of people when I see people find the right space to work within they're like davening geschmack I mean unfortunately sometimes davening for people and limit hatayra is not as geschmack as going to work yeah. we have to upgrade our limit hatayra we have to upgrade our tefillah we have to upgrade all our relationships men, women, teenagers, children we have to upgrade everything but you see somebody who's engaged in life somebody who's loving what they do, somebody who's energized by what they do, they're mamash a beacon of light, they're a beacon of hope. It's beautiful to see. Yeah, you mentioned about the piece of cake, so I'll just share, I think, I think one way to be able to know, you know, in an office is, you know, how busy the, the coffee room is, you know, in the cake room, because, you know, studies are showing today, yes. you know, how often are people going to run for that coffee, run for that piece of cake, and really one of the reasons why is because the world at large is struggling with the fact that people are just not motivated to do the work that they're doing. And one of the main reasons for that is because there's this big disconnect, a disconnect yes. between the fact that we're human beings, we're not robots, right? We're not machines, right? And ultimately, the way that people are going to be able to function optimally, you know, it's like you said, when they feel like that which they're doing is an expression of those greatest talents that they have. That is what creates a person to feel fulfilled. That's what creates amazing work. And as you shared before, that helps a person to have Hashem. It's an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing. And the Torah respects that. And the Torah even praises it. It's, it's such a blessing to see. And I know that, you know, when I've done all this, you know, we've done so much research, research together and seeing how the world is struggling with how can we engage people in their work. These are major crises today. And just, you know, to open up a Gemara and see a conversation that happens and be like, ah, Hashem gave us the Torah's emes that also helps us to be able to function in the most optimal way. So I want to add something. Yeah. I want to add something that I think it's really important because for so many people, I know I grew up in a world where I didn't hear this. It wasn't like only when I went speak to the Rebbe and, and but I grew up in yeshiva, we didn't hear this language, we didn't hear this communication. And I have many friends, I have many friends. I t- as I told you, my goal was to stay in learning. I-, I wanted to stay in learning, I wanted to stay in the world of spirituality, you know, I wanted to be in Cerebralville. I wanted, I love, I love big, big thinking and deep ideas, I want that. And I, I Baruch Hashem, through, I'm very practical as well. I love building and I do massage, physical therapy. And it's led me down this very interesting way that helped me really integrate the Arbi Yisaitis and Baruch Shem help people. I'm good at it. That's one of my koiches anefesh. And I do see people out there. It's an amazing thing. You know, when I was in yeshiva, I had so many friends who wanted to stay in learning. I'm probably one of the only ones that's still in learning. And I want to say that if, if you're sensible, and if you are sensitive to how things can unfold, you can live the life that you want to live. You know, we, we've shared this before and it's so important. For years now, Rabbi Singer always said two fundamental beliefs. Rabbi Singer said two fundamental beliefs. And, and I know we've shared this before. Number one, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is good. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to support you in the life that you want to live. That's the first belief. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is good and HaKadosh Baruch Hu Mamash wants to support you in the life that you want to live. What's the second belief? That you are truly good. 
you are truly good mm. and that you have the kayach, you have the strength, you have the power, you have the creativity and the skills if you excavate and dig into it to create the life that you want to live. And I think under the right guidance, with the right support, because it could be, you know, we're having this conversation and I, I've got friends out there, they're not happy in work. You know, they followed a tradition. Ah, the, my Jewish son, my Jewish daughter, the doctor, the lawyer. I have a friend of mine. I mean, my brother was behind the thing at the moment. He's filming. We have a friend of ours um, who he was meant to be a um, an accountant. Nachon? Piano. Nachon, he, he, he's an accountant. And he, was ve he, d he became an accountant because he respected his parents and his parents wanted him to become an accountant. And he was very depressed and miserable. What was his passion? Music. His passion was music. And he's, I, I, you know, it's heartbreaking because he spent years doing something he didn't enjoy. And I, I think, again, it's a very, it's a big, a big subject and respect to all the parties. But when his parents were nifta, when his parents were nifta, again, he respected them all these years. He actually went into music. Nahon, that's the story. He went into music. And there's a side of him that so many people never saw before. Wow. And it's, re it's a struggle. It's a struggle. It's a journey. It is not necessarily easy. But to know that the, 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 the journey's there for us and with the right support, caring, sharing, supporting and encouraging, finding the right group, we're much more open today. The Frum Welt, is, it's much more open today. And I think that the Torah is sophisticated and the Torah wants us to Magala HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the world. We should want us to Magala HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the world. We have to figure out how. Yeah. And part of that is the avoider of career. Right, and I think, you know, the, the guidance and the mentorship case, you know, piece is so essential because for so many people, I know that they, they have in the back of their mind, you know, if you really ask them and they're be honest and share, you know, there is something that I really love doing. You know, there's, you know, and, and sometimes I know when I have conversations with people, part of what we'll discuss is, you know, as a child, you know, as a child, as a young child, you know, what did you like to do? And, it's fascinating because we, we find even the Torah relates to this. The Torah relates to this. Is a, I believe it's an emek adavar, but it's, it's, it relates to this, that we actually, if you want to understand a bit about a person's natural talents, you look at the children. We look at the children. And, but sometimes people are a bit misyayish. They give up because they, they may feel, you know, I love music or I love doing this, but I can never really do that and make money. I can never really do that. That's, you know, that's not something which is going to be able to make a parnasa. And sometimes what's needed is to be able to understand what is it about that thing that you like doing? Uh. What's really underneath? What's, is it the creativity you like to be involved in? Is it being able to be innovative? Is it that you like to work with your hands? Trying to understand really what's underneath that because then what you're able to do is to be able to see how can we try to take those core skills that you like to be doing in those core talents and then now dress it up and manifest it in a way that can work for your life. Mm. It can work for your life. But it's definitely something which is very sensitive. But you know, really the key walk away here today, and that's something we wanted to make sure, and it's something we've discussed so many times, but for everyone to be able to realize that, yes, the Torah believes this is something which is important. The Torah wants us to feel good about what we're doing. And just with, you know, just a couple of, I guess, practical questions we can ask ourselves, you know, it's obviously more complex than this, but something really you can take away. You know, to ask yourself, you know, what are those activities 
that when I find myself doing it, sometimes I can just lose track of time. Mm -hmm. Isn't that a great question I saw in one of, you know, one, of, one of the books I was reading? Sometimes a person could lose track of time. It's called by some getting into a flow state, mm -hmm. a flow state, because that's indicative for us to know these are the types of things that really are in our zone and we can become tremendously successful in. And that other question I found myself, you mentioned about the spreadsheets, you know, what are those things that, <laughs> you know, sometimes I've been there, you know, even when I have my coffee in hand, you know, I'm all set, air conditioning blowing on me, I got my comfortable seat, somehow after a few moments, my eyes are gonna close. Like, what are those things that we just are bored out of our minds? What are those things that we just feel time? And to be honest with it. Yeah, just time is not moving and just be honest and recognize, okay, maybe I'm not able to shift this right now. Maybe I can't because I need to pay the bills. I can't just leave my job. Correct. But what yes. is what what is what am, what am I communicating to myself? What is my what is my what is my nefesh telling me? And I need to listen to that because Akadosh Baruch Hu is speaking to us through our talents. Bezos Hashem, we should all be matzliach. All of us, we should Amen. be matzliach in becoming aware of what our talents are and using them to create the greatest gila kavod Amen.